Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I want to talk about comfortable underwear, men's underwear, sweatpants, t-shirts that are so soft and so comfortable that you're going to want to borrow your boyfriend's sweatpants and t-shirts. And it's Mac Weldon. GQ just called them the best new menswear to wear right now. And why does this matter to us? Because... Women have beautiful underwear, we have great lingerie, and men don't. So why can't there be a company out there that designs smart, premium fabrics that are comfortable, luxurious, fit well, and are great for men? They have a line of silver underwear. And if you don't know what silver underwear is, it's basically antimicrobial, which means they help eliminate germs that can cause odors. And it's great if you're someone who is just really... Maybe, you know, not every one of us likes to wash our, and all the men out there like to do their laundry as much as we'd like for them to. So, you know, maybe you want to buy your man a little bit of silver underwear from Mack Weldon. But I really, you know, not only do they sell underwear, they do socks, their t-shirts, sweatpants. It's really great for working out, going out, hanging out. And all you ladies out there that like to stew at home in your boyfriend's sweatpants, these are the ones you want to wear. Mack Weldon. To, to get 20% off, use my code GLAM and go to their website, MacWeldon.com, and use the promo code GLAM to get 20% off. But I really think these are some of the most comfortable t-shirts and sweatpants and underwear for men and for ladies to get for that special man in their life. And, you know, maybe wear yourself when you're hanging out Netflix and chilling. So highly encourage it. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off using promo code GLAM. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tabitha Mir. And I'm so excited because I've got Jamie Premax Sullivan, Bravo TV's Jersey Belle. Hey, but like this Coffee Talk Daily web series. And we are going to talk about her book, The Southern Education of a Jersey Girl, which I heard about in December when I talked to you. I it know. was coming. You got the inside scoopy. And I couldn't wait. We had an awesome talk in the last time I chatted with you about toxic relationships. It was it, we were talking about friendships and toxic friendships and I got to learn a lot about how you met Michael, how you got down to Alabama, but now this book tells everything. Yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly why I wrote it because yeah. Jersey Bell gave people a snapshot into, you know, the fish out of water Jersey girl living in the deep south and Coffee Talk sort of talked about my talks about my day to day. But there was like a big um there was a big gap. Yeah. There was a big story there. Yeah. And I can't believe some of the stuff I'm reading. I'm like, is she making this up? Like, What parts? I, well, first of all, you start your book, and I remember when this happened with the plane incident. Right. I remember you being the one that the media ran to, and I remember thinking, oh my God, Jersey Bell, oh my God, is she okay? That whole story, 
And I just got off a plane, and I thought to myself, that feels like like the biggest fear to die in a car in a plane crash. Well, and you describe everything you were going through, and that's how the book starts. Yes, the book starts with you re- when I, you know, it takes you through that day mm-hmm. of how many things came up mm-hmm. that should not I should not have been on that plane. Yeah, but I like fought to get on it, and sometimes it's it's like a metaphor for the fact that sometimes we force timing mm-hmm. when it just isn't the right time absolutely but i learned so much from that experience um i wouldn't wish it on anybody because i have like neck issues and i had ptsd for a long time afterwards it was awful um i still don't fly great i'll be honest with you yeah. takeoff and landing is still really hard for me but can i make a sidebar really quick yeah i'm not a confrontational person and i don't throw shade but like i just have to say this what show were you on singles project okay which also aired I on think, Bravo. With, no, I know. I think yeah. it aired the same. Did it air around Jersey Bell? Maybe. Summer? Uh, possibly two summers ago, 2014. Yeah. yeah. August to October? Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch your show. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I was so consumed with producing yeah. and, and starring in Jersey Bell. But it is so interesting to me that every time I meet someone who was on that network who is lovely. Mm-hmm. The show's not on the air anymore. Isn't that bizarre? I feel like I, I've become a foster child of Bravo. I was at Watch What Happens Live last night, and it was so bizarre being not in it, but being in it. Right. It's in. It's like I I don't know why certain people don't come back that deserve to come back. You know. I I you know I don't know if you know because I don't think it's on the copy of the book you received. Um, but it's not. Okay, so. Um, the president of Bravo, yeah. Kansas, mm-hmm. she wrote a back copy blurb for my book. Oh, really? That is so awesome. And you know, she doesn't do that. No, for talent, she loves me. Yeah. Um, I, I. It took me two years to find out on their end why they weren't willing to compromise to bring the show back. Um, well, do you know why? I do now. Can yeah. You, can you tell us or not? Um. You know, it's tricky. Our business is tricky. Yeah. You know, it really is. I think, you know, I wasn't willing to make certain changes and, Mm -hmm. you know. And and they weren't either. They have a machine over there. They know what makes them money and that's the format they want to stick to, I think. Yeah. I just, I, I only bring it, I only even brought it up at all because it is very rare that I meet somebody else who is on my network who is. Yeah you know, who's had a similar experience to me. And I mean, your your show was different because the Singles Project, I would imagine, even if it had gone a second season, they wouldn't use the same. Possibly not, yeah. Right. They were still figuring it out because it was real time. It was insane. So they were still figuring it out, but there's a high likelihood, high likelihood it was just one season for those of us on it. Right. Absolutely. So my show obviously was different. No, but, um, yeah. And my, my show had great ratings. Yeah. I mean, it's, it did. You guys did great. It did uh, average, I think, was uh, 8.42 a week average, some episodes over a million. But And people listening to this are like, hey, is this about a book or beauty or what? No, <laughs> It's about whatever book, we want it book, to be beauty about. beauty and bravo, baby. Anything book, we want. Bo- exactly. Booty. And, and booty. booty. <laughs> and how you get a booty. Um, no, but I just, I find you to be so lovely. I really appreciate that. That's and, really nice. And I just, it's like, I feel like every time I'm with somebody who shared time on my network, 
you know, who is just lovely. It's like they're just not on anymore. And I just wonder, like, if it's the universe's way of reminding me it's just not where I belong. It's funny you say that because I, being in that situation that I was last night um, on the Bravo Watch What Happens Live as a guest, I was looking at all of what was going on and thinking to myself, do I really want to be back part of this anymore? I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm saying there's a lot of that emotional Oh, that you don't remember now that we've been off of it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the Twitter people coming after you. The, the, my friend who was oh. on last night was just attacked on Twitter. Do you want to hear something? Hmm. True story? Yeah. I'm so far away from it now. Mm-hmm. There's so many new shows and people for the right. Twitter trolls to like go yeah. get. I made a video, like my book trailer. Video. I saw it. I love it. Thank you. I saw it. Thank you. And um, Bravo loved it. So they shared it. I saw that they tweeted something. I know, like it was was really really cool. Like she's part of our family. We love her, and that again, it's a testament to the relationship I have with the network. Mm -hmm. Um, And just having them and my name and their name in the same tweet for a second. The trolls came out of nowhere. Isn't that crazy? What a loser she was. She only had one season. Why are you even tweeting her book? Oh, she's she's like a video star now. Like, and I'm like, who are you? Like, do you sit around and wait to jump on Bravo? The the I I don't get it. I kind of think that if you're spending that much time and that much energy saying that kind of stuff, I hope you're doing something nice with the equal amount of energy during your day. But they're probably not. Yeah, but how can they? They're not. They're How, not. And then I go to their thing, and it's like wife, mother, child God, of God. And I'm like, Jesus lover, you hashtag need blessed. To stop <laughs> right now. I'm going to need you to actually stop. Just so you know, anytime you see the word hashtag blessed on anything, they're probably a hoe. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, there's these girls that are like, they wear like Louboutins and they're on a private jet and they're like taking photos of themselves and they're like, hashtag blessed. I'm like, that's not your plane. You're not paying for it. You're paying for it in another way. So right. I'm just like, whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm glad you made that little sidebar because it is weird because I see all the time people from Bravo and some of the bigger shows they're like very dismissive the the casts can be and I'm like guys get over yourselves and well I'm fortunate in that I've never had I guess because I was a publicist I've never had that experience like the first time I met um, Nini yeah she was like it was before my show even aired and she was like somebody better get my Jersey Belle over here right now. And she was wonderful. Like she was wonderful. Melissa was wonderful to me. Kathy and Rosie are my real friends. Like my real friends. Yeah. Outside of this world that we have created. I was at a white party last summer for the Hamptons and um, Housewives of Beverly Hills were filming. It just happened to be there. And there were Housewives of New York there. And they saw that I was in their little area. And they, I heard one of the Housewives say, I won't even tell you who, um, she goes, oh, why are these girls hair? Well, who are they? They're not even on Bravo. And I'm like, oh, my God, get over yourself. I'm a guest at this party. I'm not here to be on television. But we digress. Oh, um, anyway. I want to I get back onto this because okay. I, I have to tell you, there's some things in there. Like you talk about the plane experience teaching you about timing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you talk about, Michael, your story with your husband. It's just unbelievable how you met, how long he held out. <laughs> <laughs> And in the midst of that, while you were dating, for people who don't know, it was like nine, can you just breathe? Nine months Yeah, waited to kiss me. Nine months. My mom was so sure he was gay. And that was, there's a whole chapter in your book called, what, honey, he's gay. Because there was like a blizzard. Okay, so. Please explain, because I can't believe this. So Michael and I had never spent the night together. Right. And this is eight months in. This was, no, this was 
Um, maybe five months in. And we both happened to be in New York at the same time. And he invited me to come have dinner. Well, it ended up being the biggest blizzard New York had seen in like, I mean, I grew up in Jersey. Mm -hmm. I've seen some snow. This was unlike anything that we had seen before. Wow. And um, long story short, we couldn't get a cab after dinner. So you're so thinking I this had is to like over. Mother Nature finally right, letting yes. us I'm get like, it on, finally seal the deal. Exactly, weather's like, in my favor. Bam, tick, He's not going to send bam. you home. I mean, no. come on. <laughs> and who? Right. So I'm like, I'm sleeping in his bed. So clearly, yeah. I'm getting laid. Yeah. You're like, obviously, um, a hotel room, blizzard outside. It's like, what could be more perfect? And then not <laughs> nothing. You like wrote. nothing. And he literally said, like, made some joke, like, don't try to put the moves on me. He said that. And well, I was like... You guys watched a movie and he was like, good night, Jamie. And he turned around and fell asleep. Yeah, like he was sitting in the chair drinking and then he got up and got into the bed and put on some like dumb movie and then looked at me and was like, don't try to put the moves on me. And I was like, ew, get over yourself. Oh. <laughs> and then he fell asleep. And I woke up in the morning, called my mom and I'm like, all right, so what do I make of this? And she was like, honey, honey. he's gay. And I was like, but I don't think he is. But then I started to question it because I'm like, is he gay? Because maybe if he is, maybe he's like one of those Southern people who like. Is it like a Southern thing? Because, you know, you talk a lot about this book about your education, uh, like you're a Jersey girl living in the South. Is this something you started to think? Is this what Southern men do? Is this like. Yeah, that's why I started. That's why I went out with those guys in New York. And like. Yeah, yeah, you're like different. Oh, well, listen, the truth is this. Guys in New York or Jersey, they'll kiss you just to kiss. Mm -hmm. They may never call you again. They'll kiss you just standing in line for the bathroom. Yes. (laughs) True story. Like, you could be at the Stone Pony or, like, at Limelight, which is not even open anymore, so Mm. I don't know where I went with that. I just showed my age. (laughs) You went somewhere deep. (laughs) I went to when I was 18. Um, But you can be anywhere, and, like, if a hot guy's on, like, one of our Jersey guys, you know, they'll just, whatever. Um, The Southern men... They're not going to kiss you until they are 100% sure you even want to be kissed. Today, even today, like dating today, you think that's the case? I think I don't know about the younger guys, right. but I definitely know about my husband's age. Yeah. Yes. Which is very cool. What did that teach? Like, did you, because you were living in Alabama, right, while you were dating him? I was like between, Commuting. yeah, did it was you, like New York, LA, right. Alabama. So, so did you ever think to yourself, okay, maybe I should, you know, you say that you wanted to break up with him every week, but then you didn't. I mean, you didn't really want to. I didn't want to. I just thought that I, if I did, it would cause him. It, he would. He would. You know, don't us girls think that sometimes yeah. we try to play that game? Yep. Like, you know, this isn't for me anymore. And then we hope that they chase us. Yeah. I tried that with him with sex. Like one night we were out to dinner, and I tell the story in the book, and I was just over it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at him across the table. He's telling me another story, and all I could think is, I still have not seen your penis. Right. I'm so over <laughs> this. It's been like six months. And then, you know, I was just like, whatever. I had a buzz. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, listen, I decided something. I don't really want to date you anymore, but I would like to have sex. So let's pay the tab. Let's get out of here. Let's go have sex. And then just like never call me again. Right. And he no started laughing. Attached. And he was like, just drink your drink. I just keep coming. He on never now. took me serious. Like he never fed into my tantrums. Never. Which I think is why I loved him yeah. so much. But that's kind of how you have to handle someone who's so opinionated, I think, right? You kind of need to like be different than that. Because if he threw tantrums, it would be a nightmare. 
Right. Um, and you talk about expectations. Like every single chapter kind of ends with like the moral of this. And yes, you're the kind of talk. the coffee talk. And then the whole thing about expectations. Like you were expecting a certain thing in your relationship at that point and not having it and how you dealt with it. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I think that there is a certain level of expectation at when you move through your career, when you move through your relationship, that you will hit certain milestones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're at a job for a few years, you expect a promotion or a raise. It's the same, you know, that the expectation is there. Um, Michael had a certain timing in his mind, and he was not going to waver from that, no matter what I tried to force upon him. Right. And I think... Actually, I know that's why we're married now and have three children together. Right. You know, because he trusted the timing and I didn't. And he forced me to go at his pace. And it's interesting because while I was reading that, I kind of was laughing about the story. Like, you know, because it's funny how you it write it. And it's sort of like you you feel the emotion of like, I'm, I'm reading this thinking, man, I would have said the same thing. And I would have got up and left it up. But I probably wouldn't have done any of those things. Right. Um, but you feel what a girl's going through in that moment. But then the, the ending was like the expectation thing. And like, I'm in a place in my life where we just talked about Bravo's being done. I'm, am I talking to other networks? Yes. Are things taking a long time? Yes. So I get caught up in that whole oh it should have happened by now why isn't it happening and you know reading that little analogy made me realize it'll happen when it's supposed to 100% but trusting the timing of your own life is one of the most difficult things to do right my my husband has mastered it I don't know how he does not worry about things he can't control I worry about everything I can't control Mm -hmm. that is the biggest difference between my husband and I did you read the story about the first did you read the whole thing I read almost all of it okay did you get to the you got to the part where the first time we had sex yes I love that story that's what I'm saying I got to this story and I'm like this can't be real not only was it real but I remember it like it was yesterday I mean, you guys had tampons involved. <laughs> he did. He well, that's did. what I read the title. I thought you had maybe a, a leak, a feminine leak. But no, he was the one with the tampons. So, yep. all right, can just please take us through this. Cause- so basically, my husband and I had not had sex, right? So first, we, he waits nine months to kiss me. He kisses me. It's terrible. Yeah. He, he like so knocked bad. you guys like bumped teeth. Bumped teeth. It was awful. <laughs> I, I call it a sniper kiss. You had no idea it was coming. And he like right. lunged in. That was your first kiss. It was just After bad. nine months. And that's how I felt and I felt slighted I'm like no I'm gonna have to tell my kids this one day (laughs) Um, but then we kissed a couple more times and I started to see the potential because I started to get worried like maybe the physical thing is just not gonna work right Um, and then one night we went out to dinner and he asked me if I wanted to come in for a drink and that was the first time he'd ever invited me in yeah like after he'd never been inside his apartment I had in his house in his house no uh I may have been in his house, but yeah. like he never invited me in to come up and see his etchings, if you know what gotcha. I mean. Gotcha, yeah. And I knew that's what he, well, I didn't like 100% know, but I thought, oh my yeah, gosh, something. it was something. different. He something was feel, different. Maybe he's going to feel my boob. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get to second base, maybe. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, um, we go in, we have a drink, and he comes over and kisses me, and it was a really good kiss, and I thought, okay, that, now we're on to something. Yeah. And he asked me, would you like to stay? Mm. And I was like, what took you so long? Like, I'm a sure thing. And I like hopped off the counter and like smacked him on the ass and was like, woo, like, <laughs> this is happening. You carried him up to the bedroom. Basically, <laughs> threw him over my shoulder like a cave woman. And, you know, he says to me, you know, uh, 
I'm just gonna go to the bathroom and I, you know, I immediately disrobe and like take assume the position. Like I'm trying so hard. I'm like that's sexy. He's gonna walk right, right out, and you, I want to look like yes. a goddess on the side. You suck your gut in. Your hair is pulled over. All of it. Yep. Like the t- glow from the TV is making <laughs> you look like a yellow blue sort of like <laughs> Greek goddess. Yep. And how long were you in that position? <laughs> Until I couldn't hold it anymore. And I was like, what is happening? Where is he? Like, and then I was like, and then I just got bored, you right. know, bored. I tell, told you, I started going through his drawers and found like expired condoms. Do you know how old condoms have to be to expire? It's like canned food, I That's thought. That's what I said in the book. I was like, there's, there's, this is the, how do you have expired condoms? Like, who has that? So anyway, um, I mean, at this point, all signs point to no. Like, well, okay. yeah, you're, you're a magic eight ball, and the thing's telling you to get out. So I basically thought, how gross that he finally invites me to his house. I'm naked, and this dude's dropping a deuce. Right, like that is gross. Like we go out to dinner, and he excuses himself to go pet poop. That's what I would be thinking. Well, what else yeah. would you think? Someone's in a bathroom for 15 minutes. Yeah, and and it's a guy, not and it's a, girl. a guy, and yeah. it's right after dinner. So I'm like, oh, I guess he had to poop. Uh, oh my god! But and I love that you said that you changed positions to the point where you're like, fuck it, and I'm just gonna sit Indian style, style. <laughs> poking holes in his condom. By right. the way, sitting Indian style naked, I don't care how good your body is, is like not. Not cute. Well, it's just it, not it when kind you're a of, woman. It reminds me of like that nude yoga kind of like. Not that I've ever done nude yoga, but you know what I'm saying. Like that's something like they would do after they were done to sit around and talk. You know, yes. like these nudist cams. Yeah, and you're on so comfortable with the vagine. I know, and you're sitting there Indian style poking holes in its condom, and and then he finally <laughs> comes out. I hear the door, and I, I can't believe this. I hear the door of the bathroom open, and before I can like try to look cute again, he walks out in his boxer shorts. And I see and and I see two things. I see two OB tampons shoved up his nose, <laughs> and I see his nipples for the first time because he has no shirt on. It's a lot to take. And here's in. the thing about nipples: you know everybody has nipples. Like right. we all know that, right? We are all born with nipples. Mm-hmm. But until you see someone's. You like don't know. You can't know what they're gonna look like. It's and like a personal thing. It's a very a nipple for some reason. It's like I could show you my elbow, I could show you my feet. But like if you were like, let me see your nipple, I would immediately be like, Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I, it's funny. I mean, I would show you my nipple. Right. I well, do feel like and, I would. and vice versa. I would okay. show you mine. But I feel like, you know, even when you're on the beach with a guy that you just started dating and you've not seen him topless or shirtless, and then he's walking around without a shirt on, there's something really weird. And about, like, I, I can know. see your nipples. I know. So all of a sudden, I become painfully aware <laughs> that this man has, like, dime nipples. And I was like, oh. And then you notice and the I'm color. And all of these things are going through my head. Like, first time seeing him in boxer shorts. I, he has nipples. Why are there tampons shoved up his it nose? It's a lot. And, and then I was like, I'm buck naked. Like all of Sitting these Indian style on his bed, poking so holes in a condom. I yeah, jump a off lot. the bed and run to him. And I'm like, what did you do? And was he's that like, the first time he ever saw you naked too? Uh, oh. Yeah. And oh by God. the way, like, I want to say something about boobs. Boobs are great, but they're even better when you're laying down. Yeah. When you're like standing up. Yeah. Just like helping someone with something up their nose. Yeah. You suddenly become painfully aware that like <laughs> your boobs may be lower than you want them to be. Like Grabbing they may not may be, be as sexy right as now. you thought they were when you were 16. So suddenly I too became painfully aware that I had nipples and I was like, now he's seeing my nipples in this position, not exactly what I had in mind. Long story short, we all had nipples. Right. And <sighs> and he had tampons on his nose. And I was nose. like, what did you do to yourself? And he um 
He was like, oh, I suffer from horrible nosebleeds. And when I get them, if I can't get them to stop, I have to put tampons in my nose. Which, by the way, is a great thing to do. That's what we do in emergency rooms with severe nosebleeds. Really? Yeah. Okay. But See, well, he's he, he knew what he was doing. I thought maybe he'd been Power in an ER or whatever. But still, this whole thing, like, why does he have tampons? Like, I'm sure you didn't, get, you know, you're like, why does he have expired condoms and tampons in his house? Like, who's running this house? Yeah, it's like, yeah. My mother? But see, this is what I'm reading this. I'm like, this can't be true. Like, this could not really have happened. It, I wish it wasn't. I wish the story was so much more romantic. I wish that we like went to Italy and made love on some like amazing gondola. Beach. But none of that happened. What happened was he got a nosebleed and like I had to t- he took the tampons out of his nose and when it finally stopped he said, "Can we try again?" So you did not have sex that we night. Did. You did. Okay. Well, keep in mind also at that point I had never um there had been no foreplay. So I didn't even know like what he was working with like right. I legit he could have had like a mushroom penis a he could have been like a super Mario would you have broken penis. him up with him at that yes. point yeah I think I that, know that sounds I terrible no, I didn't even not. hesitate it, <laughs> but it's real like I I it's can work with terrible. a lot of things mm-hmm. but I can't if you have like an actual like stunted growth kindergarten penis I yeah. can't marry you I called this one guy that I dated I thought I was crazy about him and I called him Bluetooth because do you remember back in like 2000 and whatever they would have like the Bluetooth like the Ear pieces, pieces that, that were like look, an inch yeah. long, and people would hide that. That's what I called them. Like it was like as big as a Bluetooth, but it doesn't make sense anymore. But I had, I kind of had needed to end it because I'm like, what am I going to do with this? What are you doing with yeah, that? Like, Nothing. What am I going to do with this? I think women. There's something people are like, oh, that's so shallow. I'm like, no, no. It's like I drinking. Mean, it's like drinking flat diet Coke for the rest <laughs> of your life. Okay, like warm, warm, flat, flat diet yep. coke. I agree. If you love yes, diet coke. Yes. Would you want to commit to warm, flat diet coke for the rest of your life? I would rather never drink again. Thank you. I and would. this is my point. <laughs> I would rather never drink so again. I had never even like fooled around. Our poor producer is like cracking <laughs> up right he's now. He's like red. trying beat so red. hard. <laughs> okay, not poor. Like, okay. He's like he's, he's like, trying so hard to keep it together, but from a male perspective, <laughs> he's probably not ever heard women talk like this before. But truth be told, like. I don't feel bad about saying I want respect and at least like six, six inches. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> I don't know how It just happened. came. It was beautiful. Yeah, sure. I went I for the six and a half, but then you I started know. with the six, so I went for it. You know, I'll take the half. You know We're what, so on Why are guys now? always allowed to be like, nah, she ain't got no booty. Oh, I need, I want boobies. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, an ass and boob uh-huh. man. And they can always say what they want about us, but we 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 start low at six inches and we have issues. It's, no. Yeah, I mean, minimum. Minimum. Yeah. I mean, you cannot even apply for this job if you don't have six inches of experience. Your, your W-2s and your, your penis size. Thank you. Then we go, I, that's what I need. And that's it. If and you do not apply. Do not apply. <laughs> I want to see your W-2 and your penis size. (laughs) All right, that's going to be on your Tinder profile. That's how I'll swipe whatever way you're supposed to swipe. um, So anyway, that is, we ended up having obviously a beautiful night and he, thank God for my husband, he is... He is built beautifully on the inside and the outside. See, that's really sweet. But I think it takes it takes a, a different kind of man to wait that long. And I don't know if those men exist, but it's it's an interesting story to hear because it's so fascinating. And it seems like as I was reading it, like I'm telling you, it's like you take us through this journey with this with this cleverness and this um, just humor. 
Um, but then there's like a moral tend to the uh, the whole thing. Well, I feel like it's like Jersey Bell, Jersey Bell, yeah. coffee talk. Yeah. Jersey Bell, Jersey Bell, coffee talk. And I just want to bring up coffee coffee talk for one second. I was and just so and I'm I'm bastardizing that accent, by the way. All my accents turn Indian at some point. But um, Are you Indian? Uh, my family is Persian and Indian. Okay. So but um I was so blown away before I even met you the first time at how you you know you you you're so honest with these videos that you put out, this daily video series, and how people respond to you. Um, and I admire you for doing that because we spend so much time of our lives being politically correct, and none of us are politicians, but you just put yourself out there for better or for worse. And it's... Well, I, I, again, and I was with um, Jenny McCarthy earlier today, and I told Jenny this. I mean it when I say that I think as women, we have an obligation to share the lessons that we have learned in a way that other women can receive those lessons. So, for example, you and I were talking off mic about segments that you're shooting and yeah. things that you're doing for yeah. beauty and right. fitness. That is not my wheelhouse. Okay, I'm wearing right. makeup today because I'm doing press. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> My eyelashes feel like I'm wearing tarantulas. You look gorgeous. Yeah, but I don't feel good. I you understand. see, that's the yeah, interesting thing. It's the thing feeling, is, yeah. I, don't, I feel the most beautiful doing coffee talk. That's how I'm the most comfortable. Most women are not comfortable that way, yeah. right? Um, I, my gift is, I believe, mm-hmm. taking... Um, my life experiences and the life experiences of other people and sharing them with women in a way that they can take some, there's a takeaway. You have, you you tap into that with beauty. That yeah. is your wheelhouse. Yeah, it is. And I have, I don't have any of the gifts that you have in that way. So I look to you and look up to you and I'm in awe of you because first of all, you're, you. if you didn't do your own, if you did your own eye makeup today, I'm annoyed. I did and it's be an annoyed. Amazing. Be very, very annoyed. Okay, <laughs> it's amazing. And like you, you know what a woman's face needs to mm-hmm. just give it a little pet. Like, I don't know any of yeah. those things and I don't pretend to. And it's funny because like the thing with beauty that I have to tell you is it's more than just exteriors, how you feel on the inside, whether it's no makeup and you, you know, there's something that makes us I feel beautiful. I always say just because you're good looking does not mean you're beautiful. Exactly. And another thing I find, and that's a great saying. That should be my, could that be my housewife tagline? Just because you're. Just because you're good looking doesn't mean you're beautiful. I like the other tagline. Six inches and a W2 and applies. Only only apply. (laughs) That'd be a different show. But you know, like what I find with women and with beauty specifically, and why I think so many people react so positively toward me is I am happy to tell you everything. Like from how to do this, how to do that. Like why don't we share it with each other? A lot of girls will keep that to themselves as if it's going to make them prettier and it doesn't like how yeah, when it? I'm like where'd you get your shirt and you're like oh I can't remember but you know exactly yeah. where you got yeah. it like meanwhile you bought it child. yesterday yeah or like oh what you know what what do you do for your hair like how do you curl I get a lot of questions and I answer I'm happy to tell you but a lot of people don't and it's bizarre to me like well that's why I didn't for a long time but now you know I find that it is so liberating and empowering to um my, my, really my gift is taking my self-growth and sharing it in a way that other women can apply it to their own lives. And I went to my book signing in Ridgewood last night and it was standing room only and they sold every book it's amazing. in the place. And I, I really believed no one was going to show up. Like I was legit Maybe. like, okay, there'll be like seven people there. I'm, I'm like kind of a loser. You know, my insecurities took I know you over. don't know. What if When I walked like... down there and saw all those women, wow. I started crying. Wow. Because I just couldn't believe it. And every, I, I took a picture and talked to every single woman. I hugged every single 
single woman. And for them to say to me, like, you got me through this or you got me through that, I go, this is exactly where I'm meant to be. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm meant to be doing. This is where I, this is it for me. Yeah. So you feel like that's your bliss because it, it doesn't feel like work. I get it. it. Is. And, you know, when you're parenting and you talk about parenting, you get, you know, uh, you get very real. Like, you were on Facebook Live yesterday, and one of the things you said is, I will not raise little assholes. Nope, and I not. love that. I will not. And it's it's just, it's good to, to hear that because there's a lot of stuff that you go through that people feel like they're alone. Right. And I, for, I, 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 I know that we have to wrap up, but I yeah. do want to say on that note, you know, if you have convictions about the way you parent or the way you wife or the way you husband or the way you sister or whatever, and you, and it isn't conventional, um, you don't have to adapt to everything that's new wave. I mean, I'm very socially liberal, mm -hmm. but I'm very parenting conservative. Yeah. I will not raise little assholes. Yeah. Um, and I hope that there are lovely women like you to mm -hmm. teach my daughters the things that I can't teach them. Yeah. If they choose to be the types of girls who want to learn to coat their exterior. Yeah. Right? Right. I'll work on the inside. Yeah. You help them with their outside. And the thing is with me, I've always battled, like I went to med school. I was in surgery for, you know, surgical, you know, uh, uh, for a year before I had to do my actual residency with dermatology. So people are always trying to beat me down to take off. Like, oh, by the time I'm done with you here, you're not going to be able to wear that lipstick. We're going to make you so exhausted. And I fought. I'm like, why can't I be smart and pretty and put together because and it on my, them. it does. And I, and I have to tell you, it's, 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 I wear it proudly, but it's, it's, I, whole life other women have tried to like make me feel insecure about it more than any man and I'm thinking what does it matter to you what I put on my face because and my it body makes them feel yeah. less than but it's it's interesting because people don't understand I've had a lot of people try and beat me down for that because it makes them feel better and, and I, I stand here and I'm like I'm not moving this is exactly who I am if you don't like it leave I love it. Yeah. But um, I know that. Thank you for that, reading my book. Oh, I love it. I'm, thank you for talking with me. I mean, this was, I was excited to meet you. And I'm like, I, in person finally. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking as I'm reading this book, this, some of this stuff is, is just, it's so bizarrely crazy fantastic. It can't be real, but it is. It's real. Where can they find your book? Uh, you guys can go to njbell, N-J-B-E-L-L-E. Dot com and all the links are there to buy it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, you can buy it, you know, books a million, you know, know anywhere, anywhere. Books are sold. Just but, go to Amazon. But it's so much easier to go to Amazon. <laughs> yeah. and the pricing is so good. The Southern Education of a Jersey Girl, and you can catch Jamie every single day on Coffee Talk. Yes, <laughs> on her Facebook Live channel. And thank you so much. Thank all the you best. So I can't much. wait for part two. Thank you so much. <laughs> Parenting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.